0: I'm looking for similarities in the way troublemakers think. This is Steve Sinclair, co-founder of Trouble Group. Join me as I learn from others who are shaking things up. Here's trouble. James Eves. James Eves owns and runs Eves 3, a Photoshop retouching, Prepress Company, and also Cape Ann G. Clay, a fine art printing and gallery business. I first met James back in a small ad agency in Richmond, Virginia called Webinathy, and I knew right away he was a troublemaker. We've been friends ever since. James is a lifetime member of the Art Students League of New York, and he attended the School for Visual Arts and also in New York. He's a classically trained fine artist who's been doing commercial graphics and retouching for national corporations for decades. If you study the work of James, you'll agree with me that he's the Yoda of the graphics art world. The quality of his work is legendary. Welcome, James. Hi, Steve. Or should I say Yoda? Yoda, yeah. (laughs) We didn't meet in the agency, you know. Oh, that's right. We met in the seminar thing. No, we met playing Kung Fu. Oh, that's right.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's where we met. Man, that's been a long time ago. I remember doing Kung Fu with you in the agency, which was weird.
0: (laughs) I'm sure people got a kick out of that.
1: Yeah. No pun intended. That
0: was really bad. Young. Young. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those were fun days. Yes. Innocent and uh, rebellious, I think pretty well sums that up. So let's jump in, man. One thing that really interests me greatly is how you've not only survived the turmoil of marketing and all the changes in that business that we're in, but you've thrived. How did you pull that off? How did you find your way through this to get sort of into an area of it that completely fits with your your creative training and your sensibility of uh, fine art?
1: Well, I would say first that it was um, flexibility, you know, and and um, not resisting change. When I came up, you were a, you know, an apprentice in some sort of trade, and then you became a journeyman, and then you were a master, and then that was it, and then later you died. <laughs> what happened with the digital age is everything changed every three years, every two years, now every 40 minutes. And when that started, way back in mid-80s, I would say, with the size tech system, which was, the you know, really the first imaging, professional imaging system. Mm-hmm. And the Kodak design master, which I was trained on, I jumped right in. I mean, I you know I saw that as like the future and rather than waiting for the future to you know sneak up and bite me in the ass, I uh, I jumped in before it started. Um, I took a cut and pay to get on a Kodak design master and learn the uh, unix-based pre-press station and the image editing station. Um, I took a big cut and pay to do that. You know, I was a manager of a pre-press department at the time. And then from ev- and every since then, every time I saw some kind of change, I went after it. Of course, there's times when, you know, I went after a technology that, you know, crashed and failed flash, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. You know, you learn it and then it disappears and all that knowledge is, so I've learned also how to throw away knowledge, you know, and, and only keep what I need. Right. But it's always about learning the, you know, what's coming next or what's happening right now or staying current. And I don't even like to use the word current because you have to really stay ahead. Yes. Good statement. I like that. And then uh, other than that, you know, as a digital imaging guy, I diversify as much as possible. You know, I do photo retouching for photographers and, and, uh, you know, the advertising world. I do fine art printing. I do photography. I do image restoration occasionally, but I don't like that much. And all of it's based in, you know, a, a primary skill set of digital imaging Photoshop.
0: So, James, what advice would you give your younger self?
1: There's this meme going around social media. That's one of my favorite, all-time favorite sentences. It's, relax, nothing is in control. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's and, awesome. And I think it's it's absolutely, hands down, Favorite meme of the decade, favorite thing to say, and it's both most, mostly it's just the relax part. Yeah, you know, relax. You know, it's you know the next thing is going to get here. However, it's going to get here, but you know, enjoy what you're doing. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I'm going to print that out and put it on my wall. Nothing is in control. I saw one where a turtle was upside down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay, I've had those days. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let me ask you this: if it's if if you think it's true, and I, I know you will, how is your disruption of the industry? And I do see this what you're doing as disruptive. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're in the industry, but you're all over it. You've been ahead, of not just up with it. You're ahead of it. How does your disruptive nature make the industry better?
1: This word "disruptive," I like. Um, I know "picture" is disruptive, but I like it. It is like you said, it is apropos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that it's, um, it's like a take no prisoners, no holds bar, you know, possibility in the world. Like, you know, you work with me and it's, it, it is going to be done right. It is going to be done well. It is going to be done. Co- I'm, I'm big into cost effective. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it has, you know, you, there's a lot of guys out there that can do a great job, but they're going to charge $8 million for it or whatever, you know? Um, and I would say that that's the thing is that I, 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 I'm, I'm not allowing for, um, uh, shortcuts any even from my clients mm-hmm. you know I mean if you want to play with me it has to be done well it has to be thought out it has to be communicated the The working relationship has to be clean yeah I like that phrase you know you know so that's where the brutally honest piece comes in I don't just you know I don't just be this way with you I be this way with everybody I work with you know it's like hey you know this is what's up right right if, if, if you you know, if you don't want to hear the truth then don't you know go find somebody else no i remember i was here shooting with with my
0: crappy photography skills shooting uh product stuff and sending it to you so that you could pull it out of the fire and and it was a serious dumpster fire many times you know it can be uh intimidating sometimes to be around someone with your level of uh of expectations and do it the right way
1: and i, I think we need more of that In the world. Well, it's helped me weed out, you know, clients that that I shouldn't be working with anyway. You know, they they don't last long if they want to cut corners and do, you know, you know, I just I just I I just won't do that kind of work. Yeah. We're running out of time here. What questions should
0: I have asked you? That's always one I like to ask. What would you say to
1: entrepreneurs, Um, you know, that I didn't ask you about like balance and maintaining sanity? Mm hmm. You know, like um, to be an entrepreneur, when I go, when you're a nine to five guy, you can go to work and then you go home and you grill. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurs can get, you know, we can get a little bit like two o'clock in the morning, you know, bleary eyed, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like you can get really hung up because because what you're doing is going to it's the only money you get. And so I think I think it's important for anybody that's that's wants to be an independent business person or an entrepreneur that they they have to they have to you know remind themselves daily to maintain some sort of balance.
0: Well, when I say entrepreneurs, I really mean troublemaker.
1: Troublemaker, yeah. You, you, but you can get wrapped up in it, and it can become like your, you know, ninety percent of your time. Yeah. And it'll hurt. It'll hurt you in the long run. Burning yourself. What do you, What do you mean? What will hurt you? Burning the candle at both ends, kind of a lifestyle right you know so I mean? learn to relax and yeah it's just that's where that meme comes is relax you know you have to you have to you know i have to remind myself to stop and go do something else yeah you know what i mean yeah i'm the same way you know i could be work, i could be working look at the clock it's four you know look at the clock a few minutes later and it's 11 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and uh well good advice so that's yeah, that's. The, I think that's a big thing for, you know, maintaining, you know, because cause like I, I tease my kids all the time. I say, I haven't had a job in 25 years. <laughs> that's great. You know.
0: Because it's fun,
1: right? Well, it, it's it's fun. It's hard. It's, you know, risky. It's, uh, you know, it's never boring. That's the one thing I do like about it.
0: Yeah, and I think my kids are going to turn out the same way. They're both very much interested in uh, watching me ride the waves, you know. And keep my head above water somehow.
1: Right. I mean, that's what you do. It's not as risky as it was when we were kids. When you and I were kids, you could, you could, you know, learn a trade, practice it your whole life, have a pension, retire at 67. I think it was 67 back then or 62. Maybe it was, you know, I mean, you could do that. When we came up that, you know, all the, the, the sense of security, job security is gone
0: now. Is that the only let's talk about that for a second why
1: else It's less risky because the job when when I became an entrepreneur, you could fees you know it was you could have a pension and job security and all that and loyalty and you could have a job for 15 20 years yeah uh, maybe not in the advertising easy, but even then I knew guys that were in the same place for 20 or thirty years you know oh yeah that doesn't happen ever anymore there is no Uh, pensions or benefits or what have you, you know, that, you know, that that's gotten a lot weaker, you know, and with the, you know, the communications on the internet, especially with the streaming and video and all that stuff, it's so much easier to conduct business from, I I conducted my business from a closet in my basement for like 10 years. And I was working with fortune $500 companies. Right. And they didn't, they don't, they don't know where I am, you know, they just know the work they've seen. They just hear my voice on the phone. They don't know where, you know, that I'm in a closet in a basement.
0: Well, and like me, I'm, you know, it's definitely been easier for me to pivot to stay ahead of the market because the market has changed so fast. I uh, sold my agency I had for 10 years because it was, my partners, frankly, were ignoring the internet and uh, couldn't get their heads wrapped around it. So, I pivoted over to the internet and I was doing what ultimately became content marketing and I saw that getting commoditized and boom and the reason you I can do that is because you can do it now because of the internet primarily right. I mean, it takes very little to get a business up off the ground and and to to talk it up amongst your 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 prospective clients and if you're truly offering something that'll help them and you're ahead of others then you're gonna you're gonna have a good long run rate, but it ain't gonna be 15 years because everyone else is gonna see you doing it and they're gonna jump in too, and there's nothing you can do about it except be better and faster, and pivot again and pivot again.
1: And then pivot, like you did. Like, like you said, pivot. Just do something like I started to find our printing business for that very reason, right? You know, I needed a you know I needed something I needed something that was a little bit more uh, long term and required less of me in the business. Mm-hmm. So that I could eventually just collect money from it, and uh, you know, it was a, it was a way for me to pivot. I, I was able to I was able to use all my skills and bring it on, you know, and all I had to do was buy equipment, and and now suddenly I have a whole other income generated. It also helped me with you know cash flow. Yeah, absolutely. Freelancing is you know you're working three months on a project, you get you know forty thousand dollars, and then you know the next check's not going to come for seven weeks. Well, what do you do? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: So it's nice to Well, also, I, the thing I like about Cape Anglices is that, like, compared to photography in terms of capital expense and video, so now you've got people moving into 4K cameras. That's not a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've, you've got to have a ton more storage to store it, and you've got the expense of that. And, you know, you're, you've constantly got to upgrade your lighting to keep up and stuff like that, but uh, especially the cameras. Right. You, I suspect, with Cape say don't have to have a ton of capital expense in that, right? No, it's pretty big. Actually, fine art paper is expensive. Yeah, but that's. But my point is, the technology is going to cha- Not going to change.
1: No, I mean, I buy a. I, I it's you know, I buy a new printer once every three years or so. Okay. You know, I mean, because the color, the color. The ink technology is advancing a lot over the last 10 years. It's advanced a lot. It's one of the reasons why I got into it. It's the pinnacle of printing technology. Right. I mean, it's absolutely the best print of any file you'll ever see. See, there you go again, going with the top of the line and and pushing the edges of it, staying up, staying up to date. That's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be right at the end. And it has the the longest uh, lifespan of any printing type of printing in the world right now. Oh, cool. You know, it's it's you know people people you know artists will want to print their work because they have to sell something. They can't you know that's that's how they make their money is to sell work, right? So it's it's got it's got a it's relatively safe, I think. Well, that's cool. Yeah,
0: James, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. I want I want to thank you for sharing your experiences and uh, enlightening us on your unique approaches. And I'll be processing this podcast, probably turn it into two and we'll send you the link, Okay. and uh, love you to share it with your network, and we'll do the same and uh, spread the word about your companies and have you, as we do more of these podcasts, I'm going to be looking for consistencies between troublemakers out there and connect people. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. There's, there's certain things you said that really struck me as, possibly an experience or piece of knowledge that everyone out there who thinks this way, who approaches their career this way and their life this way, will recognize. And those are the those are the points I'm looking at looking out for in this uh, podcast. To those who are listening, check out the work of James Eves at Eves3.com. That's E V E S three numeral three dot com. And James with his wife Anna at Cape Ann G Clay. That's C A P E A N N G-I-C-L-E-E dot com. This has been a Trouble Group podcast. Learn more about us at TroubleGroup.com. If you're a troublemaker and want to be on the podcast, email Steve at TroubleGroup.com.